Welcome to the Glowing Gut Show. I'm your host, Chayla, nutritionist and gut health specialist. I help you and your gut have a better relationship with food so you can ditch the bloating and digestive issues for good. Each week on my podcast, I'll be sharing information and inspiration on all things health, mindset, and personal growth. Get ready to up-level your health, ditch your symptoms, and glow from the inside out. Hello and welcome to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. So I am very happy to talk about our topic today of constipation because I feel like I talk about this quite a lot. Um, being someone that specializes in gut health, uh, it's a very common question and issue that my clients deal with and the women in my community. It's something that I personally have dealt with. I had IBS um, and yeah, I constipation was uh, permanently part of my life for a very long time. Um, I probably went to the bathroom about once a week and that was normal for me. Um, it was very normal. I abused laxatives. Uh, I, I really struggled with extreme bloating due to my constipation and it really impacted my life. So when I was able to resolve my constipation and um, you know, put my IBS symptoms into remission, it was truly life-changing. I cannot stress that enough. If you are someone that struggles with digestive issues, when they are gone, it's like you have a new lease on life. So struggling with constipation, this is definitely the episode for you. Okay, so before we talk about what helps constipation, I want to talk a little bit about what defines constipation. Because I've had many clients come to me not knowing they have constipation. They have digestive issues and bloating and, you know, the whole kit and caboodle, but they don't know they have constipation because everyone defines um, their bowel movement, uh, timeline, regime, whatever you want to call it, as normal. Everyone's like, oh yeah, this has become my normal. This is normal for me. Even for me, when I was having digestive issues and constipation because of my IBS, I was going to the bathroom once a week. That became my normal. So I have clients that come to me and they're like, you know, Chela, I probably go to the bathroom, you know, twice a week, once every three days. Um, but that's normal. That's normal for me. My doctor said that was normal. I had a woman come to me that, you know, goes to the bathroom twice a week and her doctor told her that was normal. There's nothing to worry about. I was like, oh my gosh, my goodness. Um, but yeah, so let's define constipation. How many times do you need to go to the bathroom in order for, you know, your bowel movements to be quote unquote more normal? And the, you know, there's, if you ask people, there are a variety of different answers, but the general consensus is that you go one to three times a day. You need to go every single day. That, there's no doubt about that. You need to go every single day. If you are not pooping every single day, there is an issue. Even if you are going once a day, there can still be an issue. You can go to the bathroom once a day and still be constipated. It's totally normal. And that's because every time we eat food, we're supposed to let go of food <laughs> in the other form. We're supposed to have a poop every time we go to the bathroom or every time we eat something. It's just normal. So, um, you know, ideally we want to go to the bathroom one to three times a day. And, you know, I'm not talking about 
loosely formed stool or diarrhea, because of course, another symptom of IBS, you can have diarrhea many times a day, but that's not what I mean. I mean that you want to be going to the bathroom having, um, you know, fully formed, healthy looking stool. So it needs to be firm. It needs to be the right color and the texture and your poops need to be healthy, but it's one to three times a day. Um, and then if, if that's not happening, then, you know, we need to kind of look at that. Um, you know, getting, getting your poops regulated and, you know, getting healthy poops are one of the first things I work on with my clients because going to the bathroom is so much more than, you know, getting out stuff from your body. When, when your fiber, like when fiber matter goes to your poop and, you know, that fiber clings on to excess hormones, bad bacteria, um, toxins that are let go from your liver. And, um, you really want those things out of your body and you want those things to be eliminated every single day from your body, because if they're not, it means that the longer you're having backed up fecal matter in your colon, the more chance that those toxins and excess hormones can seep back into your body through your bowel walls. So if you're chronically constipated, like I was, I only went to the bathroom once a week, those things were constantly being recycled in my body, which led to more of an issue, more of a health problem. So we want to make sure that we're going to the bathroom every single day Even if we're going once a day, we still could be slightly constipated. So making sure that you are moving your bowels as often as possible. Um, So if you're listening to this and you're not going to the bathroom every day, girl, we got to look at that. We really got to look at that. So follow these steps today as a beginning phase of kind of looking into how you could um, help your constipation. But if you, you know, are not pooping every day, like, that's, that should be your number one goal. Um, and I guarantee you, if you start going to the bathroom every day or more than once a day um, and having healthy poops, you are not going to be bloated. You're going to have less digestive issues. Your hormones are going to be better. Your skin's going to be better. Your whole health is going to be better because you need to be able to be able to poop healthy in order for your body to be healthy. So let's talk about how to relieve that constipation. So number one thing for constipation, I tell this to everyone, and it, you know, when we talk about constipation, this is usually a lot of lack of this is fiber, 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 fiber. I cannot stress this enough. Fiber is the number one thing that is going to help your gut health improve, not only because it helps you poop healthy, um, but it has so many other benefits for your gut. It feeds your healthy gut bacteria. But in this instance, yes, it helps move along your poops. It really helps that. So there's two types of fiber. There is soluble and insoluble fiber. So the soluble fiber means that it attracts water. So whenever it hits water or liquids, um, it kind of creates this gel-like texture. Um, And you get soluble fiber from things like fruits. Um, Most fruits and vegetables have both soluble and insoluble fiber. So I can't really say these fruits are soluble and these vegetables are insoluble. No, both fruits and vegetables have soluble and insoluble but some have more or less of the other. So fruits have a lot of soluble fiber. You think about like really juicy fruits. There's already water there and the soluble fiber are there. And what the soluble fiber does is it helps to coat your intestinal lining um, and helps move out your fecal matter. So it really helps to to push along things. And it's also very... um, anti-inflammatory for your digestive tract, you know, cause it's running smoothly. Um, it's, if your if your bowels and your poops are really dry, um, and hard, then it's going to hurt a lot more and it's going to damage your digestive 
uh, your digestive tract, your um, your large intestine. So you want to make sure you're eating a lot of soluble fiber to make that gel-like texture to push things along smoothly. The other type of fiber is your insoluble fiber, and that's what we call your bulking fiber. So when you're eating soluble fiber, you know that that mixes with liquids and and water and becomes a gel. Insoluble fiber doesn't really break down and or digest that much. It's it's very starchy. Like when I'm describing it, it's like um like like the lettuce and kale, like the crunchy parts of lettuce and kale. It's really fibrous. Um and that's is like the main bulk of your stool. That really helps to bulk up your stool. And it's also what all those excess hormones um and excess toxins from your body grabs onto. Um so it's really important to eat enough of the inside soluble fiber because it bulks your poops and grabs onto all those things that you don't want in your body and shuttles them out of your body. So making sure that you're eating enough fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, grains, legumes, all those good things that have a lot of fiber, making sure that you're eating enough of them to really create healthy poops. Um, If you're someone that doesn't eat a lot of fiber right now, I don't want you to rush out and eat as much as fiber as possible because that is not going to do good things for your body either. Um, I always recommend going slowly, very slowly. Um, We want to slowly transition your body into eating more fiber because if you're someone that doesn't eat a lot of fiber right now, your body's not going to be ready for it. It's not going to be used to it and it's not going to be able to break it down and digest it properly. So we want to go nice and slow and up your fiber intake. I always recommend about five extra grams a week. I know that seems small, but honestly, it's better to go low and slow um, than go faster and have bloating and digestive issues because I've seen it many times over. People just go nuts on the fiber. They get bloated and have digestive issues and they're like, oh my God, I can't eat fiber. My body doesn't like it and just doesn't eat it. Don't, don't, they stop eating it. And it's like, no, no, slow down. We want to slowly introduce it. We don't want to shock your body. We want um, to, to go at your body's pace. Um, Another thing I always teach my clients is to listen to your body because I tell you five grams a week, that's just a number that, you know, me as a a nutritionist, I, I go by because I've seen it with many clients, but doesn't mean it fits for everybody. If you eat five grams of fiber and you're still feeling a little bit bloated, um, and uncomfortable when you're eating that much fiber, each week, that increase each week, then slow it down, add in two extra grams. Um, Or if you can handle it, add a little bit more. It's really about working with your body and understanding where your own limits are. Um, Ideally, we want to get to a place where we're consuming at least 35 grams of fiber a day. I know that sounds like a lot of fiber, but honestly, it's uh, it's not a lot. Easily, you can eat fruits and vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, beans throughout your day, and you know you will easily hit that target. Um, but that's the ideal. We want to make sure we're getting at least 35 grams in a day um, to keep our gut bacteria healthy and make sure we have healthy poops. Okay, so the next really important tip for relieving constipation is hydration. Yes, water, 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 water. I cannot stress this enough. This also goes along with my first tip, fiber. If you are eating a lot of fiber, but you're not drinking any water, you're going to be constipated because you really need to lubricate um, and you need to, to push out that fiber. So making sure that your body is hydrated enough is so important. Um, chronic dehydration is extremely common. 
I mean, I, I think a large portion of the population is probably chronically dehydrated. We just don't drink enough water. Notice how I say water, not fluids, because if you're drinking, you know, pop or tea or coffee or whatever else you drink throughout the day, that doesn't count as water. It doesn't. So um, you want to make sure that you're getting in water each day. Um, it gets, it's going to depend how much water each day, depending on who you are, your body, your activity level. But on average for women, um, two to three liters a day is the ideal. Again, I know that sounds like a lot of water and you don't have to jump to that right away. You can slowly work your way up to that, um, but you want to make sure that you're getting in enough water each day. Keep in mind, ladies, that our bodies are 60% water. We are made of 60% water, which means if we're not replenishing that water, not only are we not pooping, we're not doing a whole lot of other things. Our electrolytes are imbalanced. Our hormones are going to be off. We're going to be cranky. We're going to be tired. We're going to get headaches. Um, 90% of headaches are caused by dehydration. Isn't that crazy? We take a Tylenol or an Advil for headaches when we just need to drink a glass of water. So making sure we're hydrated not only helps with constipation, but it helps with so many other things in our body. We're 60% water. We need that water. We need to make sure that we have good, clean water. I will go into water infiltration on a different episode because that's a whole other bald game, but just making sure that we're getting in enough water. If you're someone that doesn't like water, you can always add things in like cut fruit or lemon to kind of make it a little bit more fun. Um, I always like buying really pretty water bottles. I'm a weird water bottle person. Um, it has to be pretty colors or have something cute on it. Like my, I have two current water bottles. One is like a pink and a yellow. Um, I absolutely love it. Another one, you know, has pictures of animals on it. So every time I look at that water bottle, you know, I'm just like, oh, I think of that water bottle and I drink my water. Um, and I always keep it with me. Taking my water bottle everywhere I go during the day is crucial because if you're on the go and you're busy, you want to have water by your side all the time so you don't have to sit at the end of the day and literally drink one liter of water. <laughs> so make sure you're, you know, taking a water bottle where you go and adding in, you know, that lemon or those fruits to make it more fun. Um, and yeah, just make sure that you're vigilant about it. It's going to be hard in the beginning drinking more water if you're not used to it, but the more that we do things, the more that we put that repetition in, the easier it is for that habit to form and our bodies to adjust to that amount of water. Another thing I wanted to add that kind of adds to the hydration is making sure that you're eating a lot of um, water-dense uh, foods. So a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables have a lot of natural water content in them already. Um, you know, fruits and vegetables are pretty much made of fiber, water, fruits, that are uh, fruits, sorry, vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. So that's pretty much what they're made of. Um, they're just water, fiber, and lots of nutrients. So if you're eating a diet that is a lot more rich with raw fruits and vegetables, you're going to already get some more hydration and water content from that. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't drink two to three liters of water, but that means that you will just be adding to your body's hydration and helping raise that water level in your body. My last tip is going to be about particular foods and herbs that help to relieve constipation. 
So many people, when they're constipated, they automatically grab for laxatives um, because laxatives are the most popular thing on the market that help relieve constipation in the moment. Um, I cannot stress enough how horrible I think laxatives are. They are absolutely atrocious and should never be used. Um, as someone that personally abused laxatives, I know how difficult it can be to get off of them. Um, people don't really think about that. Doctors actually don't inform you either about that. Um, I mean, essentially what laxatives do is they create um, force peristalsis. So when we're going to go to the bathroom, our colon naturally creates something called peristalsis. And this is like a wave-like motion um, that our colon does in order to kind of push along and slide out our fecal matter. Um, but when we're constipated for whatever reason, we don't, we're not eating enough fiber, not hydrated, um, you know, our muscles are just not activating and our, our bowels aren't moving. So what laxatives do is they come along and they create that force peristalsis. And if you continue to use laxatives, your body um, kind of clues in and was like, oh, I don't actually have to do this myself because I'm being forced to do this. I no longer will do this on my own. Um, and your, your bowel essentially gets lazy and it stops doing it on its own. This can happen very quickly. Um, I've seen people do detoxes for a couple weeks, um, and it's taken them a couple weeks for their bowels to start going again normally. It can happen really quick, which is scary because some people are on laxatives for years, <laughs> years. I've, I had a client that was on laxatives for 20 years, 20 years. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. It took her a while to be able to go to the bathroom by herself, but thank God she was able to do it because sometimes you, you don't go back. There are cases that, you know, I've read in clinical practice where um, your bowels just won't go back. So if you're someone that takes laxatives, please reconsider. It is extremely scary. And trust me, I know constipation is uncomfortable. I get it. Been there. So I, I do understand. Um, but in order to heal your bowels and get your bowels back to normal, there will be a, a portion of time where things are going to get a little uncomfortable. Um, but once you're able to re-regulate your bowel movements, you no longer will need to take medication for, for constipation anymore, which for so many people that struggle with constipation is a huge achievement. I know when I no longer needed laxatives, it was such a weight off my shoulder. Um, so yeah, if you're someone that uses laxatives, please reconsider. Uh, try the first two steps that I talked about. And if those are taking some time to work, then adding in um, some support foods and herbs is really great. So the herbs I'm going to talk about today and the foods um, are called mucilaginous herbs and foods. So um, mucilaginous is uh, is a constituent from certain foods and herbs. Uh, again, kind of like soluble fiber, mucilaginous herbs and foods have um, some soluble fiber in it, and it creates that gel-like substance. So again, it starts. It helps coat your bowel walls in order to push out um, any of your fecal matter that is in there. So it's really gentle, um, especially if you're suffering when, with constipation. Your bowel move or your bowel walls are really inflamed. Um, they usually hurt. They're uncomfortable. 
comfortable, they're dry. So putting in those mucilaginous herbs and foods um, really help to relieve that inflammation um, and help to naturally push things out without it being painful. Um, so my favorite mucilaginous herbs and foods, number one food is chia seeds. I absolutely love chia seeds um, and it works so well for constipation. Um, my mom personally suffered with um, ulcerative colitis and she had huge constipation issues um, and chia seeds were a game changer for her. Um, I know I have a lot of bowel issues in my family. <laughs> so trust me, I can rec recommend good stuff because I've been there. My family has been there. Um, but yeah, chia seeds were a game changer for her. So obviously when I was struggling with my IBS and constipation, they were a huge favorite with me. Um, and I've seen it with so many of my clients as well, adding in chia seeds every day. You can add them to your smoothie. You can add them to your oatmeal. Um, you can just add them to a glass of water. They're a wonderful way that adds in fiber, adds in that mucilaginous texture um, to really get things moving. So chia seeds are absolutely amazing. Uh, the next thing that I really like is a herb. It's called slippery elm. Um, you can get this in a powder form. Um, you can add it to water, add it to your smoothies. Um, it's, it's not bad tasting. It tastes kind of mossy, um, but man, it works really, really well. Um, it's also great if you're suffering with any other digestive issues um, along the rest of your digestive tract. So it's great for heartburn, for ulcers, um, for small intestine issues and large intestine issues. So um, it, it really helps reduce inflammation and coats the walls of your digestive tract and colon. Um, it's very anti-inflammatory and it works amazing. And my last favorite mucilaginous herb is aloe, aloe vera. I've, I find most people have heard of aloe vera. Slippery elm, not as much, but aloe is pretty common. A lot of people use it on their skin. It's great for your skin um, because it really hydrates and it soothes. Um, so it does the same thing on the inside of your body, um, just like your skin. And it soothes, it's anti-inflammatory. It does that to your bowels. And it's a really gentle way to get things moving along and reduce inflammation um, in your large intestine and your bowels um, and yeah, relieve constipation. So um, when shopping for aloe, I do note that um, try to buy the inner fillet. So if you're looking at the aloe plant, the inner fillet is like the gooey texture on the inside of the plant. Um, they sell the inner fillet and then the whole aloe as well. You can get it in juice or gel. The whole aloe, the, um, the outside of the aloe has a latex quality and that latex can be um, a bit of a laxative. So if you're someone that, you know, you can get the laxative one, it is gentle laxative, but if you're someone with sensitive bowels to avoid diarrhea, I would probably go for the inner fillet. Um, but again, it's your discretion. You can take the whole plant. Um, they sell it in just the same as uh, gel and liquid. And uh, you can give that a try and see how your bowels can take it. Um, it's really, everyone's different. So just judge by, um, yeah, how your body reacts. But the inner fillet is always a safe bet. It does have that natural laxative quality without actually having the stimulation from um, the latex. So yeah, those are my tips. So just to quickly run through those again, number one was increase your soluble fiber. So increase um, all those lovely fruits and vegetables, making sure you're getting enough fiber, but adding it in gradually so we don't feel bloated um, and you know don't experience more constant. Uh, number two was hydration, 
making sure that you're drinking your water. Again, I'm saying water. That doesn't mean because you're drinking your coffee, pop, juice, whatever it may be. Those don't count. They're great for hydration. Uh, Actually, coffee's not great for hydration, but the other things may be liquid, but they still don't count as hydration. So make sure that you're drinking water, two to three liters every single day. If you're someone that doesn't drink water, just slowly work your way up to that. As that is great tips, you know, have a water bottle that, you know, you like, take it with you everywhere, add some lemon to it, add some fruit to it to spice it up, um, but making sure that you're getting in that water. And then number three was adding in those mucilaginous helpers. So your chia seeds, um, slippery elm and aloe are great ones. So that is the episode today. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments or you just want to chat, feel free to reach out to me. I'm over on Instagram at at nutritionistchayla. Please send me a message. I'd absolutely love to chat. Also, if you are working on your gut and digestive health right now, I have an amazing um, healthy gut guide. You can grab over on my website, um, www.glowinggutthealth.com forward slash free guide. It has great digestive um, tips as well as some delicious gut-friendly recipes in there. So go ahead and grab it. Um, And other than that, that is it. That is our episode. I will talk to you next week and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye for now.